Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today members exclusive podcast. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Monday the 4th of December and as usual with all the information contained in this podcast it is general advice only. So please do your own research, contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this podcast. All right, well, we're having a pretty good start to the week, up 88 points, or 1.2%, 7,161 blasting ahead. We opened at 7,096.5. We have a high of 7,161.4, which is pretty much where it is at the moment. Uh, The open was the low of the session. What's moving and what's shaking today? Well, it is pretty much across the board, with the exception of a few places. Uh, We do have the banks doing well, CBA especially 1.1% higher, Macquarie 1.6% higher. We're also seeing other financials like GQG doing well, up 1.3%. But it really is the big resources and CSL which are driving things considerably higher today. BHP up 2.6%, Rio up 2.4%, and Fortescue up 1.3%. Gold has just hit or just spiked above 2100 US dollars an ounce uh, this morning. So that's spot gold above 2100 an ounce. So that's really helping our gold stocks today. We have Newmont up 3.5%, Northern Star up 5.1%, Evolution up 4.7%. Healthcare also doing well with CSL up 1.4% and ResMed up 1.6%. REITs, the little REIT petites, having a good day as well today. And once again, we are seeing those bond yields uh, slipping away. And as a result, that is really helping uh, the REITs and uh, to some extent the banks as well, taking a little bit of pressure off the RBA tomorrow. 4.44 is the current uh, 10-year bond yield. But as I say, we are seeing a little bit of stability uh, in bond yields, uh, not slipping away quite as much as uh, we have seen, but certainly that stability and the hope that the RBA will pause tomorrow. Uh, Goodman Group leading the charge up 1.6%. rest of the market, the industrial is doing pretty well. Uh, We've got the likes of Transurban up 1%, West Farmers up 1.1%, Woolies up 1%, and tech stocks also doing well. Uh, But it really is the gold sector which is powering ahead along with the iron ore stocks. Lithium continues to underwhelm, to say the least. Pilbara down 2.4%, and IGO down 1.4% in the energy space as well. Woodside down 0.9% and Santos down 1.1%. In this morning's uh, Henry's Take, just talking about uranium, we have seen a big push at COP28 in terms of uranium and we are seeing some of those uranium stocks doing a little better today. Nothing particularly uh, standout really, uh, all things considered. Paladin up 1.9%. Deep Yellow uh, which has had a big fall in November, down from around a dollar forty to a dollar. They're now at one hundred four uh, point and a quarter, two point seven percent higher. And that's one of those. A Peninsula Energy, which is one we also wrote up this morning, up seven point one percent. And considering adding some uh, uranium exposure to the small cap portfolio, Deep Yellow would be my preferred. Uh, They have that project in Namibia. Recently upgraded the resource as well, uh, which is quite good. They have the Tumas uh, deposit, and they're now looking at a 30-year-plus mine life or life of mine. Uh, The mineral resource upgraded to £66.8 million at 300 parts per million uranium oxide. So 
that has been a positive. Market clearly not particularly impressed as the stock, as I say, has fallen for $1.40 to a dollar. But it does look kind of interesting here and is finding some support, along with some of the other uranium plays. Looking at the winners today in the, uh, the market, uh, Chalice, which got uh, a bit of an upgrade by one of the brokers this morning. Uh, the Poison Chalice, not so poison today, up 15%. Only 4 million shares traded, though, but up 21 cents to $1.60. We've also got Genesis, the one that I have in the small cap portfolio as one of my gold plays, doing very well up 6.6%. My target there remains two bucks uh, for a reassessment, but certainly that's looking very good. It had a very good November following the completion of that takeover of Dacian. Other gold stocks also doing well. West African Resources up 5.7% and Bellevue Gold up 5.2%, Silver Lake up 5.2% and uh, Perseus as well up 5.2%. As far as the losers go today in the big caps, uh, SMR, which is Stanmore Coal, they've gone ex-dividend. They're down nearly 8% on the back of that. Strike Exploration as well, not doing so well. Uh, They have confirmed continuity at South Irregular, but uh, down 7.7% on the back of that. Uh, Sayona, Pilbara, uh, Kodan, also under some pressure today. And Origin, of course, that vote later today for Origin Energy. It's now down 2.6% below 8 bucks. Very much Plan A looks as if that will be knocked back. Uh, looks like Plan B has been uh, also knocked back by the company. So as yet, we haven't had a Plan C. So it looks as if the uh, Australian super guys will defeat the takeover of Origin and the share price will suffer accordingly. So that is something to bear in mind. As far as the strategy goes from Marcus, uh, the song remains the same. Good album. Uh, the uh, no, no change really there. December is a usually a pretty good month for the US market. Uh, 1.4% is the average gain in December. November is the third best month and it was a cracking November and we've seen that continue. Our market has lagged uh, only around half the gain that the US has but we are playing potentially I guess a little bit of a catch up at the moment. And it is predicated on those iron ore prices uh, and the fact that the iron ore price has stayed pretty strong. And as a result, we've got BHP, Fortescue and Rio all leading the charge there. If we're looking for themes for 2024 and certainly something that I had to focus on for Osby's as far as an advent calendar goes, uh, my advent picks, as I said last week, um, I had a speculative one, which was Zip. Uh, they're doing pretty well at the moment, actually. I've got to say they're up from 38, 39 to 43. So uh, they're up around 10%. I know that doesn't sound a lot, but in percentage terms, it is okay. 10% uh, so far uh, since we first talked about that one. The other one that I liked as well was uh, Treasury Wine Estates, which has certainly not bounced as hard. There's some serious indigestion, I suspect, from that uh, capital raised by the US premium winemaker Dow. And uh, as a result, we are seeing Treasury continue to really not uh, kick higher, despite reports last week on, uh, once again, a little thawing in the potential backdrop for Aussie wine going into China. So that is something to bear in mind. But they have, they have I guess, perked up from its lows around 10.20 to 10.70, but a long way off the $12 that we have seen and a long way off the $14 that we saw back in May. So it does seem to be some potential there for Treasury to bounce back as the year progresses. Um, 
Talking of Zip, looking forward to Wednesday, I'm sitting down with Jonathan Higgins, who is no longer with um, Shaw and Partners, and as a result, he's now allowed to talk to me. He's now working for Unified Capital, and I'm set to ask him some questions, I guess, about the whole tech sector, some of his favourite stocks there, Zip being his favourite stock. Mind you, it has been for a long time, and he did have some pretty ritzy share price targets on Zip, which have proved to be... um, complete rubbish, to be honest. But um, I'm going to sit down with Jonathan on Wednesday, so that podcast will be out uh, by the end of the week. Hopefully, if I get time to edit it, I do have the uh, Ask uh, the Analyst session, the last one of the year. We're planning to do that on uh, not this Friday coming, but next Friday. So um, keep your eyes out for that invitation there. That will be on Friday the 15th of December, last Ask the Analyst for the year. And also, if you haven't got your tickets yet, I think you may be a little late for the Australian Shareholders Association Christmas lunch on Friday in the city where Adam Dawes and I will be going. I'm not sure head-to-head's the right phrase, but we're certainly going to be uh, chatting to each other about what we see in store for us in 2024, how 2023 has played out. And uh, it hasn't been a great year, but uh, who knows? We are finishing with a little bit of a flourish at the moment, which certainly is helping uh, some of the optimism, although volumes do remain somewhat light and constricted, but uh, we'll take the gains wherever they come from. Certainly resources is the one sector that hasn't really done too much this year in places. And we are finishing the year with uh, lithium remaining on its lows. Funnily enough, last November, lithium was very much on its highs. And here we are a year later. What a difference a year makes. Uh, we are on our lows with nearly 20% of Pilbara shorted, which I still find quite incredible. And Australian Super, which uh, are the main guys scuppering Origin Bid Plan A. Uh, they just recently bought into Pilbara as well with a substantial shareholder uh, notice there. So uh, that's making life interesting. So now we've got 20% short and we've got uh, Aussie Super. Uh, which has uh, a quite a long position there. So um, the battle is on, as they say. Um, so they've got over 5% now of that one. Australian Super with 5.1%, 153 million shares. They are long. And uh, as I say, nearly 20%, which is four times that. Nearly 600 million shares in Pilbara are shorted. Certainly, if you were a contrarian player, I would say that uh, the oil and gas space coupled with the lithium space could be an interesting space to be in in 2024, given the sell-down in the global crude market, which, of course, is predicated on the global economy slowing down and lack of stimulus coming through from China. Uh, But when you look at where supply is coming from and the constrictions on supply that we've seen from OPEC and especially Saudi Arabia driving that, it is possible that we could see a bit of a rebound in that oil price in 2024. Certainly the Saudis would want that oil price to be higher, given their uh, propensity to pay up for sportsmen and sporting events. Currently, we've got the Dow Jones uh, down around 27 points and Nasdaq futures down around 41 points. It is Sunday night, of course, in the US, so they don't have an awful lot to go on, as they say, and all the jokes about the police and toilet rolls. But uh, there is a little bit of negativity. But having said that, we did have a pretty good run last week from the US, a pretty good run in November. Interesting that some uh, of the forecasters 
are looking at the December uh, performance to continue uh, and also suggesting that we don't need to see prices pull back substantially to unwind the overbought nature of the US market, but maybe that it's just time uh, and uh, a pause that will unwind that. I did have my usual US check-ins this morning in uh, Henry's Take talking about uh, the usual uh, fear and greed index, which in both crypto, which I still can't believe is 40,000, although there is a halving event next year, so that does tend to run into that. And uh, also the fact that we are seeing that uh, caution creeping in in terms of the VIX, but uh, it could be the time for consolidation rather than a serious pullback in the market. Those fear and greeds both pointing to greed at the moment. Well, that's it from me. As I say, the market doing well, US futures slightly easier. The strategy remains the same. No change to that. We are seeing resources doing better, which is good to see. Finally, some of the movement in that iron ore price, which despite the fact the authorities have been trying to get down with some controls over stockpiles and hoarding in the last couple of weeks has remained remarkably firm. And that gold price also remarkably firm, uh, above 2100 on the spot price. And also the uranium price doing well as well. So three commodities doing very well in terms of uranium, gold. Have I mentioned gold at an all-time high? I don't think I have. Uh, but gold's doing very well and also iron ore. The ones that are doing badly, lithium and oil and gas. So not all energy is doing as well as the others. Well, that's it from me. Thanks very much for listening. Of course, Marcus will be back tomorrow with his take on what is happening and his members' exclusive podcast. In the meantime, have a great day. Back again this afternoon with the end of day report.